This is the Steelers Standard on radio and podcast on Steelers.com. Well, Deshaun Watson certainly dominated all the headlines Friday leading into the weekend, but yesterday when the new week started anew, that was a dumb thing to say. The new week started anew. You kind of already took care of that. You're okay. You called it the new I, week I, 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 I let you go with it. <laughs> Matt Ryan stole the NHL trade deadline's thunder mm-hmm. by moving from the Atlanta Falcons to the Indianapolis Colts. You know, Matt Ryan, I feel like, has kind of wanted to move on for a couple years now. And I think the Falcons have kind of wanted to move on as well for a couple years just couldn't find a good spot for, you know, the team to get a good crop of draft picks mm-hmm. and for Matt Ryan to land in. So I think that these were that couple that you know is going to get divorced, but they still just they hang on for a couple more years till the kids get through to college. You know what I mean? Then once the kids are out of the house, then move on for your, your own individual life. Like that's what it kind of the vibe. It felt like a team that was stuck in the mud for a couple years in Atlanta. So now you see Atlanta moving on. Yes, they signed Marcus Mariota, but. That's a rebuild that's going to be happening in Atlanta for the next couple of years. And I think that's a smart thing to do. And, you know, you had a lot of success with the Matt Ryan era Falcons. One of the most successful runs in your franchise's history. And now it's just time to blow it all up and start all over. Mariota's. I look at that in the same vein as Mitch Trubisky. I think the Steelers are further ahead than the Falcons are. But I think that, you know, Mitch quarterback to kind of. Get a guy in there that knows what he's doing, a veteran signal caller that's not going to embarrass you too much on Sundays, but it's going to get you through a year or two until you can find that next mm-hmm. guy. And, I mean, I think they're probably in their best interest to just tank Plus, the I hell think- out of the season and try to get Bryce Young. I think a lot of teams that need quarterbacks are interested in that. But, yeah, I, I think that it's a good move from the Falcons to try to just blow it all up. But I also think the Falcons are blowing it up, whereas the Steelers are legitimately using Mitch as a bridge guy. I think Mitch has the talent to elevate this elevate this team. They've already been to the playoffs, but keep this team afloat, maybe hunt or sniff around a playoff spot, whereas Mariota is legitimately just there as a placeholder until the next guy comes. I, will, I don't I don't see him elevating Atlanta. I will what, say they this, won just... four games last year, like Five games a year before. Yeah, just I to don't play s- devil's advocate, though, uh, Mariota's been to the playoffs himself as well with the Tennessee Titans. True, he beat the Chiefs in that playoff game. Yeah, that was a wild. That was the game where when he, he like, caught the own pass. Yeah, to he, himself. he yeah. threw the pass to himself. That was also a Patrick Mahomes, a Patrick Mahomes less team. Right. Yes. So, but I'm just saying, like he's he's done it in the NFL before. Like he's been right. to the playoffs before, which is why I, I think, think one he's a time, good though, signal caller that's not going to embarrass you too badly. One like, time though. Injuries is a big problem for him as well. Sure. I mean, he likes that's... to run more than Mitch does. And he got hurt last year because right. he had special packages in, in Vegas to run the ball. And he, like, there was, it was, uh, I think it was the Monday night game against the Ravens. Second, and, the, and week one. Ripped off a great run, got hurt immediately. Yeah. It's the thing is that he got hurt in Tennessee as a starter, but he even got hurt as the backup with Vegas after one special play. Mm-hmm. And he ripped off a great run and it was But gonna... he was able to come back and contribute to that later team. in the season, yeah. But you still miss significant time, which is without... I think the big negative on Mariota cuz I think the talent is still there. I mean, that's a former number 1 overall pick, number 2 overall pick. Uh, I think it was Jameis 1, Mariota, Mariota two. 2. But that's the Heisman Trophy winner from that that's class right. and went to the college football playoff with Oregon. So Got to the national championship game. This is a guy with a lot of pedigree and a lot of talent. I just think that the body wasn't built for that NFL position, yeah. especially when he runs as much as he and does. And I think the roster is really weak. Offensively, I mean, 
yeah, you have Kyle Pitts, but you don't really – I don't know a single running back on that team. I don't know a single – well, okay, definitive running back and definitive wide receiver because the only other guy you have is Cordero Patterson. I don't think he's there. I think he's a free agent. I think he's got to sign somewhere else. So he's not really officially on the team, so you just have Kyle Pitts? Which is why I think they're just going to rebuild and tank. And... That's what I'm saying. So I don't, I don't think it's a big move for the Atlanta Falcons at all. I don't think it is either. And – and they I, better hope. I also don't think it's the wrong move for the Falcons. I think why not just let Brady win the division for as long sure. as Brady wants to stay. Once he does officially retire, maybe then you've you've got your quarterback and all of a sudden you're ahead of the Saints who don't know what they're doing with Jameis Winston and the Panthers have no clue what they're doing but right now. But also, too, if you're going to try to tank for a quarterback in the draft, you're Atlanta. I mean, you're not the bottom-of-the-barrel kind of team like Houston has always been, like the Giants have always been, no, like the quarter, Jets have always been. A young been. quarterback gets drafted to Atlanta, there's some hope in his eyes. Like, he's got a franchise now. But not only that, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it's not guaranteed that Atlanta's going to be there. Oh, they might win five games. Of, exactly. They might win six games just because like, they're Mariota okay. Like, isn't going to win you, like, one, like, three or four. That's not going to be enough to get you that number one overall pick if you're going to try to tank for Bryce Young, for example. I, I think the big thing, too, is that there's a lot of talent in this next class at quarterback. So maybe you do go 5 and, and 12. And that's But enough. you still get a good guy at picking at, like, number 9 or picking at number 10. I don't know. But you could always trade up, too, as far as the draft is concerned, as if you want to get that guy. But that you have to get lucky there where a team that already has a young quarterback just stinks again and mm-hmm. doesn't want to take the quarterback with the first overall pick. And you can maybe pounce on that. But mm. let's get to the more important part of the trade. Sure. The piece going back to Indianapolis. Matt Ryan joins this AFC quarterback just gauntlet where it seems that every time we think that, oh, the AFC as a whole can't get any better, it does. And it's just absurd how tough this conference is going to be. And, Jacob, you might think I'm an idiot here. Okay. When I saw this go down... I said to myself, are the Colts good enough now to get a wild card? I don't think so, but I think they're good enough to win the AFC South in a weird way. Just because that whole division. I think they can, can catch can, the Titans. You can discount Jags, you can Texans. I agree with that. It's just a two-team race. Which I mean, was really a one-team race have? before who this. Who would you rather have, Ryan Tannehill or Matt Ryan? Right now, it's probably up in the air. Career-wise, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, he's a former NFL MVP. Right. But I think it's still Matt Ryan right now. A lot of people who know what they're talking about, not us, will tell you that Matt Ryan's been playing pretty good football just on a really crappy team in Atlanta the past couple of years. It's not his fault that they won four games. Now he's on a really good team. Great offensive line. One of the best running backs in football. Probably a top five. It would be higher if the other guy in Tennessee is number one. so good. Uh, and a really good defense. And I think Michael Pittman's a really good wide receiver, too. So I think they've got talent at the receiver position that's not world-beating status. But I think it's good enough. And their defense, like you said, I mean, Darius Leonard is one of the best middle linebackers. He might be the, the cream of the crop as I far think as that position right now. Now that Bobby Wagner is like kind of falling out, it's Darius Leonard. Yep. I think he's stepped up to that mantle now. They're a really solid team. And honestly, I look at the roster construction as a whole. I think they're a better team on paper than Tennessee. Derrick Henry's the best player out of sure. everybody. The only reason you pause is because of the combination of Derrick Henry and, and A.J. Brown. Brown. But Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. Oh, put Matt Ryan on Tennessee. I'm, you know what? I'm shipping Tennessee hey, to, the, 
to the playoffs. That's something for guaranteed th- money. Third round pick is all they sent to Atlanta. That is something I absolutely would have done if I was Tennessee. Sure, that's an upgrade you That's need nothing. To make. Yeah, and you can even throw Tannehill into that trade too and get him into Atlanta. Maybe make it a fifth round draft pick since you're giving them a player too. But I think the Colts. I just think that when you're playing in the AFC South or you're playing in the AFC East, you're playing for one spot. I think those divisions, mm-hmm. you win the division and you're in. I don't think they have the depth to snag one of the wild cards, especially when you look at the North's depth and, sure. the, and the West's depth. I think not, those two divisions are going to yield the three wild card teams. I think it's pretty clear the AFC South will get one team. And I think the East will too. I think the Patriots will sniff around and the Dolphins might sniff around, but I think the Bills are going to be so good that they'll beat them a lot, put their foot down on them, and teams in the West and the North are just going to be better than they are. I mean, you can't tell me. It's nothing against those teams, Miami and New England, but you just can't tell me that a combination of three wildcard teams won't come from the North and the West combined. That's what I mean. If like, not from the West alone. I don't think that the Patriots are doing poorly. I don't think that the Steelers are doing poorly at all. I think they're having a great offseason. I think that the Dolphins were premature to fire Brian Flores, but I do think they brought in a pretty good head coach after him. I think Mike McDaniels is going to do a good job there, and there's talent on that roster to work with. Like These teams are in good spots, but the rest of the AFC just got so much freaking better around them in such unconventional, untraditional ways. When the NFL, sure. like the Dolphins and the Patriots and the Steelers are doing it the usual NFL way, where you bring in a lot of pieces to fill your holes, nothing amazingly splashy, maybe a big splash here or a big splash there, but you kind of slow build your way to something. And the rest of these teams are just going for it ASAP. The Colts, who gives a crap about cap? Get Matt Ryan. We've got a good team now. Let's win a Super Bowl now. Broncos, we need to win now. Go get me Russell Wilson. I mean, you're seeing that from all over, even to the Bills to some extent. We need to win now six years for Von Miller. Not Cleveland. We need Deshaun to win Watson now. Let's take money. a huge risk on Deshaun Watson. Huge. Pay him $230 million guaranteed, and he might not even start the season for us. So you're seeing all these teams just throw all this crap against the wall trying to win now. And then there's teams like the Steelers and teams that – to some extent, the Patriots and the Dolphins, who are just, they're trying to build it up. And I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, Steelers Nation. Like, exercise some patience here because in a few years when all these other teams enter cap hell or some of these older quarterbacks start to get over the hill, you could be in a really prime position to start you know, sliding on in. Now, the sure. only problem is that your quarterbacks in your division are young studs. So those are going to be hard to hope to get over the hill. You're going to have to catch up to those guys. But, you know, back to our main point here. I just don't see how, oh, the Titans win the South and the Colts get the sixth seed. Or, oh, the Bills win the East and the Dolphins get the seventh seed. Like, I think that the Chiefs are a lock. I think the Chargers are pretty much a lock, even though you don't trust Justin Herbert yet. Well, once I see it, I'll, I'll trust him. But I agree. I think they're a good team, and especially with adding Khalil Mack and um, J.C. Jackson. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the Bengals and the Ravens are both locks. I think they're both going to get into the playoffs. So that's two wild card spots right there. You're telling me Denver won't take one? You're Raiders telling me- won't take one. The Browns won't take one. The Steelers might not. Like, Hopefully the Steelers can sneak in there wow. and take one. But I feel like the Steelers, Dolphins, and Pages are going to be those teams that flirt but never really get to it because there's just too much talent around. And the then other it's teams. very possible if Deshaun Watson only gets four games and he just comes back and he's Deshaun Watson and he's the great quarterback we expect him to be without even without a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, how we mentioned in the previous episode, the Browns are going to be in the hunt for a playoff spot. So I think that the Colts 
ha- need to win the, the the road to the playoffs for both the Colts the and the South. Titans. It's through the division winning. And I think the Colts got better than the Titans. I do. I think sure. I think Matt Ryan will take them to that spot that they need to be in as far as the quarterback's concerned. And as far as, you know, things get hot and heavy towards the end of the season, who do you trust more to make a play without making a mistake, Matt Ryan or Ryan Tannehill? Now, both of them are prone to make mistakes in their I career. think Matt Ryan isn't as prone, though. Like You could say he's prone, but I, I just don't – do not Matt nearly Ryan, as bad as Ryan Tannehill. Do you think he throws three interceptions against the Bengals? No, four. Four? No. Probably not, right? No. He might throw two. But honestly, Tannehill just needed to cut that number in half, and the Titans probably win that football game. So I think that Matt Ryan brings you a little bit more veteran stability. Sure. He's been there before. He's done that before. He's won playoff games before. I really believe that the Colts, I don't want to say are contenders for a Super Bowl now, but they, because once you get into the dance, yeah. it's just this, such an uphill battle. But I think that they're strong contenders now for the South, where before Ryan got there, I mean, it wasn't going to be Ellinger. It was going to be Pickett. It was going to be Willis. It was going to be Jimmy G. It was going to be somebody. I thought, oh, the Titans have got this division pretty much locked up. Right. And the Colts are just going to be like that pesky thorn in your side that might beat you once, but they're not really going to threaten you. Now they're going to threaten you because Pickett, Willis, Jimmy G, all good options. This is Matt a better Ryan option than they could have ever yeah. gotten. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, Malik Willis, we don't really know just because of the upside there. And same with Kenny Pickett, you don't know. You, you just don't but know. if you're trying to win now, sure, 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 get sure. an established former MVP to come in. As your quarterback, I, I think it's a slam year dunk. Event? Yeah, I think I mean, it's a slam dunk for the Colts, especially if being in that win now mode. They become a franchise too. Ever since Andrew Luck retired, where it's been the opposite of the rest of the NFL. They're not really super. Con- I mean, I'm sure they're concerned with it, but they're not really prioritizing getting that next franchise guy. They've no, been they, just, they've, they they've been grabbing mercenaries and, and outlaws that roll into town. Brissett and Hasselback and. Whoever else, Philip Rivers, right? Well, that, that's, where Lentz, I was, that's where I was going. Now they get to. Matt Ryan. Like they're just going after you know guns for hire, if you will. Now, and that's the strategy they're using in the post Andrew Luck era because they had that team rounding into shape before Andrew Luck decided to retire. Like, sure, they had a dynasty. I don't know if they would have won Super Bowls, but as far as they probably would have run that AFC South. I mean, for he a got long he got to the AFC Championship game when Nelson was super young. They didn't even have Taylor yet. Like they and Darius Leonard was super young. Like the nucleus of that team was just starting to become right. when Luck decided to hang it up. So I kind of like the strategy of well, we had a franchise guy. Our nucleus is starting to come into prime now, and they're too good to tank anymore. Let's just go gun for hire on this thing. Try to bring in the right quarterback through the free agency market and through trades, and. <laughs> Rivers was a good call, but he, well, was, think, he was a little over the hill, but he got him to the playoffs. Sure. And he won ten to, he won eleven games for them that year. So right. good call there. Carson Wentz, I like the experiment. It he showed his true colors at the end of the season. The though. very end, sure, but he wasn't nearly as bad as people thought he was gonna be. And now you go with Matt Ryan, and I think that Is he the best quarterback I out of do. those three? Out yeah. of those three, I, I think he's well. the best because although Phillip Rivers, I think, was a better quarterback in their primes, even though Rivers never won the MVP that Ryan did. Never got to a Super Bowl? No, but I still would take Rivers in their primes. Would you? Yeah. 
I mean, you're also talking about you're talking about a guy who's top ten in. You're passing, talking about Philip Rivers with in his prime with Ladainian Tomlinson. That's a well. Take all that aside. Sure. From it. Just as a pure quarterback. I yeah, I mean, he was a, he was a gunner and he was a winner. But he had nothing in the tank when he went to Andy. I mean, he really relied on a good running game, a good offensive line, and the defense playing well. And then when he needed to step up, he was like, "Yeah, I'm Phil Rivers. I can lead a couple fourth quarter comebacks." Kind of similar to what we saw sure, from Ben this year. Right. I think Ryan's still got a year or two left in the tank. And like a lot of people said, he was, I think he got a couple more he was playing that. well in Atlanta just yeah. behind a crap team. So, and and kind of like you said, you know, Atlanta had one of the most bizarre rosters all year last year. There was no real star on that team other than the young Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson playing himself into being a star, and Matt Ryan just having his reputation. And he still had them around the playoffs all year long. Like, it's... It's a guy that you're not going to bottom out with completely. So that's why I think it's good for the Falcons to get rid of him so you can potentially bottom out. He's got he's going to keep you around 500 if he can stay healthy. And I think that's a good sign for the Colts that he's able to kind of backpack that team that was so dreadful roster-wise to, you know, going 7 and 10 and sniffing around that playoff right. spot for most of the year. I think they where did they start off like Owen Yeah, they rallied late. And the then year. they rallied. So it's it's better for the Falcons and it's better for Matt Ryan. I think this deal for both teams is great. Obviously, the Colts only give up a third round pick, so the Colts are very happy about that return as well or that that price as well. But Matt Matt Ryan at this time with the Falcons is not going to work just because they need to rebuild. And you're kind of wasting Matt Ryan's career by saying, "Hey, we're going to punt on this year, maybe the next year, maybe the third year." To build around a guy, but by that time you'll be in year 17. I don't know if you want to be doing that. And the Colts get to bring in this veteran, the piece that they're missing, as as you laid out. They have young talent on the off, at offensive weapons. They have Quentin Nelson. They have a solid offensive line. And they have a really great defense led by Darius Leonard. You just need that veteran guy who's actually going to be the veteran can lead you. Phil Rivers was a good idea. He was done though. Carson Wentz. Wasn't I think it was be a good it. risk to take to see if he still had it, but it clearly didn't. No. This is the guy I think that could really fill in that hole, fill in that, fill that veteran leadership void you've been lacking. And the good news is, since we're prognosticating that they have to win their division to get in, you get a home game to start the first round of the playoffs at least, if that's the wow, case. Wow, great so, point. Yeah. So maybe you get a little playoff win under your belt as well. Having someone have to come into Indianapolis to beat you, one of the wild card teams. So. It'd be the first time Matt Ryan gets to the playoffs since the year after he lost the Super Bowl, and he should have beat the Falcons or the Eagles. Right, who was going to drop that ball pass on fourth down? People forget that about the Falcons. Like they didn't just go right into the tank after blowing that Super Bowl. No, they, they were got good the, the next playoffs. year and should have beat Philadelphia in that. It was game. on the road. That was the it? year Philly won. That was the year that Philly went to the Super Bowl. And I don't know winning. if that was on the road or not. It was. It was in Philadelphia because that was the underdogs. No one believes in us. Oh, we have yeah. Nick Foles. Uh, oh, great point. They should have yeah. lost to the Falcons in the first mm-hmm. round, the defending NFC champs. So, yeah, I, I think Matt Ryan's uh, underrated a bit as far as his NFL career is concerned. Um, but I think this is again. A move that makes the Colts straight up not only contenders for the South, but in my mind, maybe the favorites for the South. I just saw on Twitter, uh, Matt Ryan landed in Indianapolis, got off the private jet, and he looked like he was glowing. I mean, he looked ecstatic to be there. Yeah, The last couple of years in Atlanta have been really hard on him. When when you come into this league and he takes the Falcons to the playoffs in his first year in the NFL— 
and then builds his way all the way up to MVP and a Super Bowl contending team and, and goes to the Super Bowl and then doesn't have a Super Bowl loss hangover. They get to the playoffs the next year and it takes a fourth down and goal play to lose that playoff takes game. Takes the eventual champion to the mat, basically. In their house. You're, he's been a winner ever since he's come into the league, except for that period after that playoff loss, and that's not his fault. Remember, we've been talking about how bad the, the Falcons are. It, their defense is what's really their Achilles heel. They just cannot stop anyone. Now you get that defense in Indianapolis. I, I really can't imagine how Matt Ryan would ever be unhappy with this move. It, it probably hurts, you know, when you... When you're brought in with Atlanta, you're thinking, I'm the franchise guy, right? He was. I am I am the other than Michael Vick, and I think he's better, the best quarterback in franchise history. He is the best quarterback I, in franchise you history. May, you may have thought Matt Ryan would expect to retire an Atlanta Falcon just because that team is so loyal to him and he would have he would have been loyal to them. It's just it really fell apart. It really fell out from under them after twenty seventeen. This, if you had to move on, this was the right thing to it's do. It's a tricky spot for him to be in in Atlanta, too, because he is the best quarterback in the franchise's history. Uh, I know they got to a Super Bowl in the 90s. They lost to L.A. and the Broncos. Could not, for my life, tell you who the quarterback was. He was team. decent. I, I can't remember his name. I, I don't want to say it and sound stupid, so you should just look it up. But he's better than he was. He's better than Michael Vick was. In a vacuum, Michael Vick, probably a lot more talent than Matt Ryan, but, I mean, longevity matters, too, in this league, and Matt sure. Ryan's been just a solid, stable force at the quarterback position who's won an NFL MVP and been to a Super Bowl. But there's just no way that the Falcons fans recognize him for who he actually is, right? They just look at him as the guy who blew the biggest lead in the Super Bowl probably. and cost them their only Super Bowl trophy. Like, there's no way that Atlanta Falcons fans can step back and ob- objectively be like, yeah, that was one of the most heartbreaking experiences as a sports fan, but he's still the best quarterback we've ever had in our franchise. I think there's probably just a dark cloud cast over him in sure. Atlanta, and I don't know if he'll ever get that, you know, citywide recognition or Georgia statewide recognition that he deserves because of that rain cloud of losing a 28 to 3 lead in the Super Bowl. Maybe give it like 20 years. I still think that he'll come back to be honored and they'll just be like, you had a 28-3 to yeah. lead in the Super Bowl and you blew it instead of being like, hey, Matt Ryan, you won an MVP, got us to a uh, Super Bowl, won an if NFC If it's a normal loss, if it's like a back-and-forth loss. Yeah, then you're fine. But it's just the fact that you had the trophy literally in your hands. And it's not him that should be blamed. I put Kyle Shanahan in the sure. crosshairs more than anything. you got to run the damn ball. I mean, you were running right. it down their throats all game long. And you give up and you give Tom Brady the chance to come back, but... Yeah, I wonder, you know, all the things you said were great. Like, oh, he's the best ever in their franchise. Retiring a Falcon would be great. You know, you're you're forever in Atlanta Falcon. You'll you'll be immortalized. You're not going to get a statue because you didn't win anything, but you're you're going to come back and go on the field and people are going to love you and you're going to see your face on bars around town forever and you know, you're going to make public appearances in Atlanta forever. I wonder if it really was as sunshine and roses like that as it should be just because of how bad that loss was. So I wonder if, you know, getting out of Atlanta is a good thing as far as that's concerned, too, where he can kind of start fresh in a new spot and get away from under that pressure of being the guy, the face of that loss. Yeah, absolutely. I think he is capable of moving on from that, more so than Atlanta Falcons fans are, right? Yeah, of course. I think that's obvious, especially if he goes to Indian wins, because winning think, fixes everything. Do you think Indianapolis fans are worried, like, uh-oh, we're getting that guy? No, I think wants. Indianapolis fans are just happy that they are in a spot now where they're sure. going to be competing for I playoff agree. spots, instead of 
worrying about is Malik Willis slash Kenny Pickett going to be good enough? How long is it going to take for them to develop? Or, God forbid, do we have Baker Mayfield coming in at quarterback or Jimmy G? Like, I think Colts fans probably breathe a pretty big sigh of relief that Matt Ryan's going to be their quarterback. I think this is the year. best the guy you could have gotten if you're the Colts. Like, it's it's honestly the equivalent of the flavor of vanilla ice cream when you think about it. Like, there couldn't be a more plain Jane quarterback that's coming in. But I love vanilla ice cream, and it always gets the job done. So I think that things could have gone a lot worse sure. for oh, the Colts in this, in this carousel. I think they've landed in a decent spot as far as how things go. And in a spot that, mind you, a month ago, who knew if it was even going to be a thing? Like Matt Ryan in Atlanta was kind of a more recent development when, I don't it, think, when I don't Atlanta think started really, sniffing around Deshaun Watson. Right. I don't think we were really talking about Matt Ryan until we heard the Deshaun Watson rumors. Is that happening to more than just the Browns? Like, did the Falcons piss Ryan off to the point where he finally was like, get me out of here. You guys are openly shopping for this guy. That it just wasn't as play. public as the Baker right, Mayfield apology. smarter than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, like, he's, that's he, not hard. He just does it behind closed doors because he's 14-year vet, been here, done that. So do you think Jameis Winston is saying to himself, yeah, the Saints were punting on me. Why should I play for the Saints if they were looking at Jameis Very Barrett, different, Deshaun Watson? Very different than the other two. One, Jameis was already a free agent, so, you know. But they're not re-signing him. Yeah, but he and tore B, his ACL. And B, he was hurt, yeah. And C, Matt Ryan's an MVP. Right. Like, that's a little different. But I, I do wonder if behind closed doors do he went up to Jameis- Arthur Blank and was like, Look, you guys openly wanted Deshaun. You didn't get him. I'm not going to want to sign here. Just, just let me go so I can yeah. play somewhere that actually wants me. I mean, I got four, like you said, four years at the most still of this. Can I at least be contending for playoff spots instead of going through this weird rebuild? That, by the way, I'm going to hold you back from because I'm going right. to win seven games a year. I'm like, capable of getting you wins with Alvin Kamara, with Michael Thomas coming back. Maybe one no, day. Matt Ryan. Is what we're talking about. Oh, I was talking about Jameis Winston no, in I'm New Orleans. About Matt Ryan. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's much more that similar case in Atlanta for Matt Ryan saying, "This is this is not the relationship that we need. This is not going to be a mutually beneficial relationship." No, and uh, again, I think it's a win-win for both teams. I think they both move in the directions that they both want to move in. Now, if the Colts do win the division and get into the playoffs. Matt Ryan versus Joe Burrow, Matt Ryan versus Lamar Jackson, Matt Ryan versus Patrick Mahomes, Matt Ryan versus Josh Allen, Matt Ryan versus good luck. Justin Herbert. Like, he's good enough Vern as Mr. far as a quarterback Risky. is concerned to get to the playoffs, but then he might end up being the worst quarterback in the, in playoff, the playoff field, which yeah. is insane because he's not that bad. But like the Russell other guys Wilson and Derek they're Carr, all like younger. they're all younger and good. They're right? all much more talented now than he is. Right now, metaphorical gun to your head, who's the best quarterback in the AFC? I, it's it's Patrick Mahomes. I think it's Josh Allen. It's one, they're, they're 1A, 1B. I mean, those are the two guys. that There's only two guys that could put at that number one I'll spot. say this. Josh Allen's the only guy I see that can, can be Mahomes, like can do the Mahomes thing against Mahomes. Like, Burrow can beat Mahomes. We obviously sure. saw it, but he does it in a completely different style. Like, Allen's the guy who's running around out of the pocket and throwing it 70 yards down the field on a dime. Like... Talent-wise, it's Allen and Mahomes sure. by far, and maybe that's just in the rest of the NFL now too, right? Like talent-wise, did they pass Rodgers? I mean, well, Rodgers has talent Rogers, in a different can way. Rodgers win three MVPs back to back to back and lose in the first round of the playoffs. I love again? that. It'd be a mere, I'd love it. What a, what a amazing! They should put that on his plaque in the Hall of Fame. Three MVPs in a row and three straight first round exits in a row. Never been done I'd before. Love it. 
That's going to do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Lots of Steelers stuff to talk about on our next episode, including an old friend who departed town. So we'll get into that. For Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman. As always, appreciate you guys giving us a listen, and we will talk to you next time.